On today's episode, we're going to discuss different types of video content you can create for your business using Zoom. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Welcome back to another episode of Watch Time. I'm your host, Bill Barona, and today we're going to be continuing our conversation on Zoom. Now, many of you might be tired of hearing about it. I know we talked about it in the last episode, and probably many of you were on a Zoom call today, and you've probably been on Zoom calls since March. Before you hit the skip button and move on to the next episode or switch podcasts, just wait a second, because today's episode is not about Zoom software or about Zoom meetings. On today's episode, I'm going to explain to you how you can start making video content generating leads, and closing more sales using the same tool you've been using since the start of the pandemic. Whether that be Zoom, whether that be Microsoft Teams, you've been using this type of software that allows you to meet with others, and there's actually more power behind it than you think. Believe it or not, when life dealt your business the COVID card requiring you to go remote, at the very same time, it also gave you the ability to have your very own video studio in your home or office, and you didn't even know it. Life gave you lemons, so you need to turn them into lemonade. Reminds me of a quote. Resilience is not what happens to you. It's how you react to, respond to, and recover from what happens to you. That's Jeffrey Gittimer. He's a famous sales coach and the author of The Little Red Book of Selling, just in case you don't know who he is. And I highly recommend his books. He also has a podcast called Sell or Die. Now, I've actually read The Little Red Book of Selling, and Jeffrey Gittimer is always spot on. His sales techniques go hand in hand with the video marketing and video sales techniques that we've been talking about on this show. One of the things that Jeffrey's always talking about is how people need to stop whining and start selling, how they need to block negative and have a positive attitude, and he preaches resilience and looking for opportunities everywhere, even in an economic downturn. On this podcast, our goal is to help small business owners and small marketing departments understand the power of video and how they can use it to grow their business. Well, buckle up because we are about to go on a ride, and I guarantee you when we're done, you'll never look at Zoom the same way ever again. Okay, first of all, before we jump in, I want to start off by saying that all of the content ideas we're going to discuss and the strategies can all be created using the free version of Zoom. So this is great. So if you're using Skype or if you're using Microsoft Teams, don't worry, you don't have to pay anything additional. If you are paying for the, you know, one of the paid versions of Zoom, no big deal. It's not going to benefit you at all. Like I have the paid version because I have to have meetings over 40 minutes, but you're going to get these features regardless if you're doing a paid version or the free version. So what features are so important? Well, if you're listening to this podcast in front of your computer and you want to go to the Zoom webpage, I can point these out to you. If you want to check later on, you'll see them on there. But these are the key features. Basically, on the free version, you get HD video, HD voice, virtual backgrounds. You do have that 40-minute limit, but that's on group meetings. So you're not going to be on a group meeting with this one necessarily. Some of these content ideas, you might be on a group meeting, but you can achieve it in 30 minutes or I guess less than 40 minutes. Um, if you go over that, or if you want to do something over that, yes, you will have to go to the paid version, but it's not necessary to do these things. You'll also have the ability to have simultaneous screen sharing, and that's beneficial because that'll allow you to share your screen. And then you're going to have MP4 local recording. So what does all this mean? Well, basically 
If you break it down, you have the ability to record yourself using your webcam, record your screen, record your audio, and do it all for free in HD. So if we compare this to some different platforms that we've discussed on this show, and then also ones you may have heard of, we'll start off with Loom. So if you're unfamiliar with Loom, Loom basically allows you to record your screen and yourself and send you know, videos through email, uh, very similar to Vidyard and Wistia. And with Loom for the free version, you can only record in standard definition and you have the Loom branding on your video. This doesn't happen in uh, Zoom. Also, with Vidyard, which is one that we have talked about on the show, you can record in standard definition. It does record in HD, but I've noticed when I export from Vidyard, a lot of times it doesn't always push it out in HD. It's in standard definition. And you may not be able to download it in the free version. I have the paid version and I can download it, but I can tell you from using the paid version, um, when I've taken that footage into Premiere Pro to edit it, Premiere Pro was not a fan of that footage. And my render times and export times were absolutely unbelievable. And that's with an iMac Pro and that's using professional video software. So if you're not using those things and spending that kind of money, I don't recommend using Vidyard for something like this. Now, if you combine the power of Zoom with the things we talked about in last week's podcast, where we talked about the different ways to up your Zoom gain, you know, lighting, having a microphone, um, setting up a background of some kind and cleaning up the area, maybe even upgrading your camera if you want to, now you're basically creating a video studio that's at your disposal in your home office or office at work, and you can use it to create content at any time. So some of you that are listening are probably saying, okay, big deal. I can record videos and I have a video studio. I don't need videos for my brand, or I'm thinking about using videos for my brand, but not a lot because that's for other brands, not mine. Or maybe you're even thinking, I'm listening to this podcast, or I'm even interested in this topic because I want to use professional video uh, creators, not myself. Well, first of all, I just want to clear a couple things up. If you have a business, you can use video in multiple ways and it's for your business. And you don't have to use professional video content only, which we're going to discuss a little bit more here in a second. The big thing to understand and listeners to this podcast know this, this is a quote from Wirebuzz. It's one of their stats and I use it all the time. Viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in a video compared to 10% when reading it in text. Basically saying, if you want to educate your consumers, if you want to generate more leads, close more sales, and turn your consumers into advocates and salespeople for your business, you need the power of video. And because of Zoom and maybe a couple extra hundred dollars from Amazon, you've now just given yourself and your business one of the most powerful marketing and sales tools you could possibly ever have. So now jumping back into the whole amateur versus professional, because I'm sure some of you are saying, it's going to look like a Zoom video. Zoom videos are not professional looking. It's going to look very amateur. I need a professional to make my content for me. It needs to look spot on. My brand is a professional brand and it needs professional content. So just to kind of put those thoughts out of your mind right now, just think about this. Due to COVID-19, The Tonight Show is currently on Zoom. And if you don't believe me, Google it, check it out. You'll see that they're actually having The Tonight Show over Zoom, or at least some type of, of platform similar to Zoom. 
And then also news stations are conducting interviews over Zoom. I've noticed that here locally that uh, there's times that they'll need to talk to, say, a police chief or they'll need to talk to somebody that um, you know may have been present for some type of event, and they'll actually jump on Zoom and record it that way. This way, the anchor is not meeting face-to-face -face with this person. And then also another thing that kind of came out of this pandemic, if you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. This isn't video marketing related, but it's still pretty cool. On YouTube, there was a series started called uh, Reunited Apart. And Josh Gad, who is an actor, if you're not familiar with him, he plays Olaf. He interviewed movie stars from the 80s and had them all come up on a Zoom call and talk about you know the movies from the 80s that they were involved with. He had um, people from Back to the Future. He had the Ghostbusters. He even had people from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So he brought all these people together through Zoom, and they were all doing a screen share, and that was perfectly fine. He got tons and tons of views, and he had these professionals that are in front of millions of dollars of equipment every day on Zoom broadcasting and raising money for different organizations. And it's okay for your videos to look DIY. As long as you have a plan and you engage with your audience and you have decent audio, people will watch your video and connect. And one thing to understand too is that when they've looked at DIY video, they found that a lot more people find DIY video to be more authentic than say professional or overly produced video. There's often times that we even have clients that are asking us to not make it as overly produced because they want it to look a little more DIY or maybe they, like they didn't spend as much money on it because it helps them connect with their consumers. They don't feel like they're talking to a big professional brand necessarily. They think they're communicating with a local brand if that's something that you're trying to achieve. And there's still time for professional video, but not all of your content needs to be professionally produced. However, all of your content still does need to have a plan. So remember, just because you're producing your own content doesn't mean you don't have to have a video strategy. All those concepts we talked about don't go out the window. Plus, more people want to see video. According to a HubSpot report, more than 50% of consumers want to see videos from brands more than any other content being produced. And if you don't believe me, check out HubSpot's Ultimate Guide to Video Marketing to gain some more tips and tricks. You'll also see this report in there. I'll link this in the show notes. It's definitely a great starting point, especially if you don't create any content and you're still trying to get you know, started with creating content. They have a lot of great tips and tricks in there, not only on the production side, but also on the video marketing side as well. Okay, so to recap, we've talked about Zoom and the power behind it and how you can create video content using it. And we've even talked about some different things that you might be getting hung up on on why you shouldn't use Zoom and why Zoom is a great tool for you to use to create your own video content. So what types of videos should you be creating or do you need to create? Well, first things first, remember this, just because you're DIYing your own content doesn't mean you shouldn't have a strategy. So if you haven't listened to episode 16, where Kathy and I break down the basic video strategy, make sure you go check that out and apply those principles when you're creating this content. But if you're still hung up and not really sure what types of videos you need, I would say always take stock and see what you have and what you need. So the first thing I would do is look at your marketing and your sales process and see if there's some way video can help you generate more leads in your marketing process or maybe even help your prospects move through your buyer's journey in your sales process and if you think that there's a way you can use video in there i would start with those first but if you're still kind of unsure and not really knowing where to go i would look at your social media your website and your emails 
and see if you need maybe some videos for social media. Maybe you want to help people see your expertise and get them to discover you and go to your website. Or maybe when they do get to your website, they need to have a better understanding of your product or service and how you can help them that you understand their pain. Or maybe they need to have videos and email. That way you can help them be more personalized or individualized. Like maybe you're getting commonly asked questions and you want to have a video library of those questions. So this way you can help answer them right away and then demonstrate to your prospect that you're the right choice. Either way, looking at all of these things, start making a list and decide on what you have, what you need, and what you'd like to have. So what types of content can you make with Zoom that fit into these different areas? Well, let's start at social media and educational videos. So for example, like a quick tip video, similar to what I do on LinkedIn, those videos that help demonstrate that I understand video marketing and I have empathy for my prospect's pain and I can help them solve it. So those are great places to start. Additionally to those educational videos are maybe product demos, unboxing videos, maybe a video podcast. You get on and talk to experts in the field or discuss different topics and video blogs, you know, very similar to what you would see on YouTube. If you're looking at your website, you might want to consider, you know, homepage explainer videos, you know, a nice company overview. You know, who are you guys as a company? What's your brand? What do you identify with? Testimonial videos. And those could be hero's journey testimonials where you take people through a story and show them, you know, your customer as the hero in the story. And then you guys are the guide that's positioned along the way to help them overcome their problems and their obstacles. Very similar to the um, uh, SB7 framework from building a story brand. Um, also basic testimonials, and I just call them basic because really it could just be somebody talking about their experience with your company. I know those aren't always the most popular, but I feel like they're going to be a little easier for you to get through Zoom. And it's also an easy way, you know, if you're talking to somebody on a Zoom meeting, hey, can I, I just get a brief testimonial from you? I'd like to use it on my website or use it in social media. So these are things that can be done over Zoom. And I know some of you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I have to interview somebody over Zoom and that's going to be a pain and that can't be done. We do it. We actually have um, some clients we're producing Zoom videos for and we're doing this without any issue. Now, I know we're a professional video marketing company, but I believe through DIY, you can still achieve something. Maybe don't go for the hero's journey testimonial right away, but try getting a basic testimonial. Another thing for your web page, and this is also something you can use in your emails, our FAQ videos, so those frequently asked questions, put them on that page and let people watch a video. That way they don't have to read a bunch of text. Maybe product videos. You know, if you are selling products and you have a product page, consider doing an overview video of the product. And then maybe if it's a complex product, an intermediate video that kind of maybe breaks down, you know, more complex uses, and then an advanced video that really demonstrates all the features and the power of your product. Another video to consider, and this is another one that can also be sent in email, is a differentiator video. What makes your product or service different from your competitors? How does it help solve your consumer's pain even better? And then also from there, the videos and emails like we talked about, those FAQ videos, the differentiator videos, maybe a welcome video. Maybe somebody's become a customer and you want to have a video welcoming them to you know, your family and looking forward to serving them and helping them. Also with that is an onboarding video. So maybe videos that help them understand the process. This way, there's no surprises and they 
have a smoother transition into your sales process. That way there's you know no questions or maybe less questions. Another thing to consider too is if they've already been a customer, maybe just creating video content to help educate them. Maybe it's part of your you know inner circle because you're a customer of ours, you're in our inner circle and we're releasing these videos that are going to come to you first before they go to social media or maybe releasing something that's specific to their industry. If you know, you know, if you serve multiple industries and you know that this could really help them out, you choose that to send, you know, that type of video to send to them. So these are all videos you could be creating very easily with Zoom that we were discussing earlier by having that studio. And, you know, you don't really need the Zoom studio. You know, I say that and it really ups your game, but don't get intimidated by that. You know, we did talk about just having some type of natural light. We talked about buying a cheap microphone. You don't have to go all out, but there are definitely things you can do with this content to really help, you know, engage your customer, delight your customer, and just really help get them involved with your brand. So the sky is really the limit when you're using Zoom. And if you see an opportunity to use video in your marketing and sales process, try it out. But make sure you do define what success for your video looks like, just like we talked about in episode 16, because that's going to help you figure out whether or not what you're doing is effective, because you may have to tweak it, or maybe you can make it better. And if you see value in these videos you're creating, you can always hire a video strategist to help you create better and more efficient videos in the future after you've tried these out. The takeaway from this episode really is to start using your downtime wisely. If you have some extra time, start producing content. The other takeaway is start looking beyond your basic limitation. Zoom was created to be a video conferencing platform, but it's so much more than that. Zoom, combined with some basic strategy, can help create content that can help you grow your business. In a time when so many small businesses are closing up because they're refusing to adapt, use their downtime wisely, or they're just trying to ride out the storm. Don't ride out the storm. Drive through it. Build your business and try using Zoom videos to help grow your brand. If you like this episode or if you want to learn more, head to LinkedIn, send me a DM. I want to hear from you. How can we help? What can we do better? Or even if you just want to talk to me and just maybe even nerd out on video or you know business, if you just want to talk about maybe COVID-19, how it's affecting your business, I'm here for you. I always like talking to people and I always like engaging on social media. So as always, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next podcast with Kathy Zip. She'll be back later. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.